0: the, Reformation,
1: yeah. the bar biblical and reformed. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here, another Tuesday. Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds. Wherever you listen to the bar, we're grateful that you're listening. And I love to start every show by thanking the listeners. You guys have been amazing. Right now, we're on this crazy, just thinking roller coaster where it's just getting exposed all over the world. And uh, kind of a trickle effect because of that exposure. uh, The Bar Podcast has had some new listeners and new subscribers. And so we definitely want to welcome you to the Bar Podcast. And like I do every week, I bring you an awesome guest this young man i've been following for quite a while um when when you speak like we speak you tend to find out there's not many other people speaking like you so you kind of draw near to those kind of folks and i have on today my brother none other than samuel how you doing today sir <laughs>
0: i'm doing well i'm doing i'm doing well and you're right you know uh it's a bit of a small community amongst us, you know, in terms of those of us who speak the way we do and think the way we
1: do. So exactly. yeah, I've been, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I've been blessed to have been following
1: you myself from, uh, from afar for a while. Awesome, brother. That, that is very humbling for you to say that, man. And I really appreciate that. And this is well overdue, Sam. I and mean, just to be honest, uh, you can blame, uh, your pastor for this. Uh, <laughs> you can blame Tim, Tim Chalice for this because, um, uh, I originally you know mentioned having you on the show and it's like yeah we need to do it together or we should do it together and we had this plan and uh and then like i think somebody came from out of town and so we had to postpone and it was it's it's so uh, well overdue well overdue but uh i'm i'm definitely yeah. glad to have you
0: yeah i remember uh tim uh, tim Challies was uh, telling me about it a while ago and i was looking forward to it i was like what i get to be part of a uh you know you, you know you yourself and uh, tim you know i'm like all right i was i was i was waiting for it but then i i got i thought i, thought I got a bit sidelined there i thought like, oh man you guys probably had it without
1: me or something <laughs> so, uh, I'm <laughs> no i'm teasing. no yeah I'm just, I'm really just, uh, nice nice no legit man so let's jump right in man tell a little bit about yourself uh whether whatever you want to share um uh, just you know your your story and and kind of you know uh just, just give, just give a little brief uh, introduction of yourself. We'll jump into some more later. Yeah. I want to get to some more stuff.
0: Yeah, no problem. Um, as some may have surmised, um, knowing that Tim Chali's is my pastor, they would know that I'm I'm in Canada. Um, I was born originally in Ghana, West Africa, and I immigrated to Canada uh, when I was ten years old. And then, by the grace of God, um, you know, I become a Christian when I'm nineteen, um, and God removes me from the prosperity gospel world that I was attached to and um, through providence through his um, sovereign grace he uh, leads me to himself as I said but then he also brings me to um, you know to a great church uh, like Tim Chalice's church and um, I then start being very much influenced by him and I start uh, writing myself I start blogging and I started blogging um, shortly after Ferguson, uh, when Michael mm. Brown was killed by, I believe was uh, the cop was Darren Wilson, and uh, that's when Black Lives Matter started. After Trayvon Martin, it really ignited uh, the, you know, the, the, the nation, America and, and Canada and across the entire world. And a lot of my peers were, um, from my first, well, I would say were, starting to accept an ideology that that was very concerning. So I wrote, I started my blog to really start writing about these issues really for my friends. Um, Then as I start talking about these issues, Black Lives Matter and all that, I become more passionate about abortion, Um, knowing that that is, you know, it's killing uh, hundreds of thousands of black people in America and thousands more and millions more really Mm -hmm. across the world in terms of all people, but also especially uh, black babies. So then I join a pro-life organization called the Canadian Center for Bioethical Reform, and um, that's what I do full time. And then I also um, blog. Um, you know, I wouldn't say well. I spend a lot of my time blogging um, and studying, preparing you know, to write every week. And I, um, yeah. So that's what I do.
1: Okay, that that is awesome, man. And and you you left out the name of your blog, man. That which I think is a really cool uh-huh. name. What What is the name of this blog you you keep talking about?
0: Yeah, it's uh, slowtowrite.com.
1: So, let's start there, man. What so I know the Ferguson uh thing very aware um and I, and and I think I remember that first blog. Let's let's talk about that first one you released and the the thought process behind the name of your blog and then you know we'll get into mm. some more.
0: Mm. Well, so the very first blog I wrote was not directly in response to Black Lives Matter, it was um, actually, I think it was, a, it was actually an article by, um, it's not an article, it was a video by, I think, uh, BuzzFeed or something, and it was, it was a, I think the title was um, Christian, but so-and-so-and-so. I think you just look at that, and it was basically just saying, they're Christians, really not like liberal Christians, but they accept homosexuality and different things like that. So I wrote an article in response to that. But the very first article I wrote about black lives matter was shortly after that. Gotcha. And uh, I think it was just uh, why I, I don't support black lives matter. And I just explained the ideological and the factual problems within the movement that they exact exaggerate um, dramatically. The numbers of mm-hmm. black men being killed by uh, or black people being killed by cops. Um, and they, they ignore the number of black babies being killed. Actually, no, they don't just ignore it. They they promote it. They're, they're a very pro black right. group. Um, and then they also claim that black-on-black black yeah. murder is, uh, is, a, is a myth, um, <laughs> which is shocking, considering that 3,000, roughly um, 3,000 black men or black people are killed by other black people a year. And the shocking thing about that, on top of that, is the vast majority of these black, people do not receive justice, as in they're mostly unsolved. I think in Chicago, for example, 75% of the murders don't get solved. So Black Lives Matter, why aren't we dealing with these particular issues? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, through all that, what really, I suppose, uh, helped me uh, become more of a known blogger was an article titled Moses and Marx. Mm -hmm. And um, that was in response to you know, so it's When Black Lives Matter became, um, you know, widespread after Ferguson, a lot of my friends were embracing it, but the evangelical world had not necessarily embraced it entirely just yet. But it was in 2018 after a couple of major conferences by major Christian organizations where they started promoting this. And there was, you know, right now an infamous uh, conference conference, uh, named the MLK50 conference. Yep. They were seeing things that were really grieving me and uh, concerning me. So I wrote uh, an article basically asking and calling for Christians to either choose between biblical justice or uh, what I call Mosaic justice, uh, as in the law, uh, what we know from justice, you know, based on what Moses said and what all the prophets, Christ himself and the apostles uh, taught, or are we going to follow uh, Marx or Marxist justice? which focuses not on real biblical justice, but interprets justice or understands justice as um, bringing in a parity, bringing in equality of outcome. Mm -hmm. And if we believe that, we are then rejecting what the Bible defines as justice. And uh, when I wrote that article, um, (laughs) I was, yeah, I received, you know, strong uh, attention. And since then I've just been, amazed by people's um you know kindness and their grace in supporting
1: uh what i'm doing yep man and, and it's funny because that that very journey uh we were on it with you um with the <laughs> just thinking podcast uh and, and the reason why i said like that because you know I, I do all the producing just thinking was you know my idea to put those two guys together uh because before that you know daryl was was hardcore writing as well and i think the very first blog that i read of his was uh how the woke church is how wokeness is destroying the black church yeah and yeah. um yeah. and and so it, it it just it's amazing those parallels and you know we did the mlk 50 mm-hmm. episode when you did the mlk blog and you know and and it's just uh it, it, we've been kind of you know uh wrestling this thing side by side pretty much like shoulder to shoulder uh, you, you're yeah. hitting it from one front, we're hitting it from another. Um, but what, what I've noticed, um, is, uh, more people, especially with this last one, more people are looking for a different narrative. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's, that's mm-hmm. where I think the, all this love is coming from. Cause you know, you talk about mm-hmm. just thinking being the number one podcast. You know on Christian category for iTunes, I mean that that is unheard of, you know, neither Daryl nor Virgil have a book out or been on t v or anything, but it's because people are really searching out a different narrative. they're being force fed black lives matter force fed white uh white guilt, and so they they're looking for an out i promise you i i probably- we probably got a thousand emails that start out by saying. This is a breath of fresh air and and so tell tell me yeah. a little bit about that transition for you man and, and what what's what's been some of the response yeah. you've gotten lately
0: man you know it's, it's <laughs> I've been thinking back about this before i I've just been in shock um i'm so i this is this is on the heels of I just started a patreon account uh last week <laughs> um primarily because I was being overwhelmed by the you know I commit a lot of time to my blog. Uh, mm-hmm. I really am slow to write. You know, I t- it takes me to <laughs> some time to write, and it takes me a lot of time to study just to make sure that I'm being accurate by everything.
2: Sure. You
0: know everything I'm putting out. And now I've received, I, I, man, like two, three hundred emails over the last month,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, mostly from pastors and many people just saying thank you. Just like I've been struggling, and exactly those words is a breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that. You know, saying like you know, we believe we we like we've been struggling Mm because we're concerned about this social justice stuff. We just we're trying to, but we feel as if we would have to ignore biblical theology to embrace this stuff. But yet, so many people out there that we we admire and respect are pushing this stuff now. So when we come to your article. And then, you know, or your blog and you're reading this stuff, we just feel relieved, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, man, you know, people are there a burden on people. You it know? is. They're struggling because they want to love people. They don't see. I, I mentioned this in an article in that in the, the abolitionist and civil rights movement, their struggle wasn't proving systemic racism. That wasn't it. Everyone mm-hmm. knew yep. systemic racism was there. The issue was they were saying, is it right
1: or mm-hmm. wrong? Exactly. That was the
0: issue. Today, no one is saying – now, you have some people out there, but we know it's a very small minority out there who would say that, yep, they want systemic racism. They want to oppress black people, but especially in even amongst Christians, no Christian,
1: mm-hmm.
0: none, none whatsoever is saying racism is good. Well that mm. systemic racism is good. No nope. today the real issue is does it exist or not? Mm. So when people say I don't see that my nation or my church is oppressing black people, but you're telling me it is, but yeah, I don't have any evidence of that, it becomes a burden on them. Yep. So um so for me it's been so encouraging knowing that what I'm putting out there is helping people. But i have to say this guys like yourself and Daryl and Virgil have been so encouraging because I know a lot of my heroes, you know, Vali Mm Bokum and John McArthur, reject this stuff too. Uh, And they've helped me over the years, really, Mm -hmm. uh, because they've helped me to become firm in my positions on these issues. But at the same time, when you don't have people no, I, I, I'm by no means. I can't call you guys my peers. <laughs> you guys are much wiser, and you know you're mature in the faith. Don't I don't put am. me I'm in just,
1: that I'm group. A- they are. I'm just. A, <laughs> I just make stuff happen. I, those guys are much wiser. Go ahead. Go ahead, though. <laughs> well, well,
0: yeah. Well, but, but without you, though, and, and I know they'll say this. Without you, you, you know they wouldn't be. It would serve as many people as they are. So so God bless you. I well, really thank uh, you, sir. admire you guys. You know, but I mentioned you guys because. Um it I I felt alone, you know, mm-hmm. I really did. I felt like man, like <laughs> you know, like um, yeah, there's the body and the you know, there's the there's the out there, but I can't dialogue with those guys. I, I'm mm. not in the same group as they are. But when I'm able to speak with uh, Daryl a few times, or or, or uh, Virgil, and and um, I know that they're battling the same things that I'm trying to battle. And, I was, and then with you, it, it's, it's just encouraging that yes, there's other guys out, other people out there, and we're all on the same kind of circle. Yep. So we are speaking to the same kind of uh, the same kind of audience, the same people. Really, we just want to 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 maintain biblical theology as we address these is, this issues exactly. and uh, i'm just i'm blessed that um, i can say that you know what um you can go to a, a virgil or Dwayne or daryl and they'll be saying the same things that i'll be saying right and it's just uh just i'm just very grateful for you guys
1: man that's awesome awesome to hear man and and you know just kind of thinking about the whole this whole thing situation. Cause this podcast, just to be honest, which is probably won't be out till August. Uh, because I'm so far ahead in my recordings. <laughs> um, which no I hope problem. is still relevant by then, but you know, you know it will be. Just like, just like yep. Daryl and Roger didn't want to do the George Floyd and the gospel episode because we know because of sin, it's going to happen again. We know. It's it's just yeah. it's destined yeah. to happen again just because living in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. But what I was was saying was with this timing, man, I think um the whole quarantine slash covid slash uh being locked up in the house and I think all of those things uh played a huge part in this whole timing and and, and what's going on when when that video dropped mm-hmm. you know the response from everybody and then it was almost like the social justice and the BLN was like all right now's our chance ah! you know
2: <laughs> like they just you know
1: charge and so um for us man to be you know, standing in the same place we've been standing the whole time. uh, I think it, it just, it blessed people so much uh, to know that they didn't have to run with that big crowd running in that direction, yeah. but they're, their are brothers yeah. uh, and sisters, man, that are, that are standing in the same place, standing on the word. And, uh, and, and, and I know you mentioned Patreon, man. I mean, we've been tremendously blessed uh through donations and gifts and, we we I mean just mouth on the floor kind of blessed, like what like so yeah. here's the thing I tweeted the other day like you know I know if we're getting that if me if we and you are getting getting those blessings can you imagine the amount of money white guilt is drumming up right now like for <laughs> Black Lives <laughs> Matter yeah no, you know it's it's
0: funny you say that because unfortunately um. So over the, over the the last while, people have reached out to me to say, "Hey, you know, I mostly agree with you, but you know, if you say things in a different way, mm. now of course I can always improve. I can always be godlier, right? I can always be sure. what I say. Um, but it was it was saying it from more from the side of look, uh, what you're saying is very controversial. If you were to be more, um, you know, uh, essentially more vague." Sure. You would get more support. You would get this. Mm-hmm, and I'm like, mm-hmm. no. I mean, I. That's not what I want, though. That's right. What I'm for and honestly, in many ways I didn't even. Really, people were like, yo, you waited five years to do Patreon, but it's, <laughs> but it's like, I, I I'm not in it for that. Exactly. Right? I, just, you know, and I know you know none of us are. We're in it because we just want to serve however we can. Exactly. You know? And. But. But you're right. Like. I I thought about that because unfortunately. Um, it is very lucrative, you know, to join the other side. Oh, you yeah. know, white guilt is very, very strong. It pays good. And <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, you know, so, but at the same time, you know, it's that when pe- when you are just seeking truth, you know, mm-hmm. I, one of my favorite Bible verses is uh, John 10, verse 27 to uh, 28 to 29, where Christ says that, um, my sheep hear my voice. That's right. They know me. and They follow me. And, you know, that text keeps coming to mind because we sometimes embrace a form of seeker-sensitive
1: um, know, thinking right. on this
0: issue. where we think in order to attract people <laughs> to Christ or to the message, we need to just say, oh, I read, I, I read an article recently on a, on a major platform um you know evangelical platform where you can name names fyi this
1: is the bar we i I don't have no friends good. <laughs> say
0: again, sorry? I I say you good you can
1: name names this is the bar man i i don't i don't have no friends okay. i i i i wanted to but i didn't know <laughs> no you're 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 free here brother they don't like me already so All we're right. good
0: this is by an article on uh, J.D. Greer's website. J.D. Greer is a mm-hmm. prominent Reformed pastor, and he is the current president of the SBC. And he didn't write this article, but he promoted it on his blog and on social media. And uh, I'll forget the name of the author, but the other is essentially saying, essentially you have to buy into this Black Lives Matter <laughs> social justice rhetoric if you want black people to be comfortable at your church. Mm. Now I've been hearing that from a lot of pastors on the, by email, saying like they feel pressure
2: to mm-hmm. buy
0: into this stuff because they're being told that very thing that if you don't buy into this stuff, you will lose black members mm. or you won't have black members coming to your church. So many pastors now are being afraid to teach the truth, or they're being afraid to, uh, or or they're being forced or pressured to 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 parrot Black Lives Matter because. They're being told it will you your ministry will suffer for doing so. Well, the Bible does say that if you teach the truth, your ministry will suffer. It does say that. That's right. But the but but, but Christ is enough. And that this is where I get back to the text. That if you do preach the truth, even though you will lose some members, if you if you are just projecting the voice of Christ, if you are just um, letting Christ speak for himself through his word. His sheep will hear his That's voice, right. and they will follow him. The truth will always bring God's people um, to itself. So I say that in that while I wasn't looking for um, you know, strong Patreon support, I've right. been shocked over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I I cannot believe it, the amount of support that I've been able to receive. And I think... Um, hopefully without arrogance, I I can say that because I'm trying to be committed to God's word. And because of that, God's sheep are not coming to fault, you know, to support me because they they could have white guilt or anything because they just want to hear God's voice, Christ's voice on this issue.
1: Which is the truth. Amen, brother. No, right there with you, man right there with you Mm. that is amazing and and it's it's also encouraging man um and because i know there's some some listeners man that you know have felt the same pressure felt that same you know guilt um but you know Mm. we we definitely we we stand on the word of god man uh you know Mm -hmm. there's no condemnation you know you're you're not you're not guilty because you're white you're not Mm -hmm. uh you know honestly it's funny what trips me out (laughs) samuel is when when people talk about uh, you know uh, their white supremacy air quotes, uh, I laugh because I'm like, you think you superior to me? Like who who told you that? <laughs> like yep. where'd you get that from? <laughs> yep. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, man. So uh, see, go ahead. Condescending,
0: how uh, how offensive that really is, right? Exactly. Because I, I always I always say it this way that a white supremacist, uh, the traditional white supremacist, would say. You know what? I'm better than you.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: You so will say you also deal with it. But today, the white leftist social justice advocates would be, I'm better than you. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? It's, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. The same thing. Yeah. It's so, so it's,
1: it's
0: a white supremacist thinking, but it's like oh, I just feel bad about it. I feel bad. You know? I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so you, so then you have some people. I'm forgetting his name, but there is a prominent. Uh, um, leader at, a, I think, Southwest Southwestern um, uh, Seminary mm-hmm. who can say that, man, I'm a racist. I'm a white supremacist. He, he said this several times. Mm. But he's not going to forfeit or lose his job. He's not going to quit. Mm-mm. He won't. So then I'm going think, okay, well, if you really believe that, then why aren't you stepping down?
1: Exactly. Right? N- not fit. But
0: they won't step down because... I'm not convinced it's that sincere.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Or it's not even real. He just feels like he needs to say that. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Sweet, man. Well, look, we're going to take a break right here. We'll be right back. The Bar Podcast will return right after this.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.
1: And here's the
0: best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
1: The Just Thinking Podcast, hosted by Daryl Harrison and Virgil Walker, is a Christ-centered, gospel-focused and theologically challenging program that boldly and unapologetically addresses social, political, and cultural issues from a biblical worldview. With an international listenership that stretches from the United States and Canada to Romania, Nicaragua, and Mongolia, The Just Thinking Podcast breaks through all ethnic, geographic, social, and cultural barriers to bring the objective truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ to the issues confronting His church and His people. Subscribe to The Just Thinking Podcast using the podcast app on your Apple or Android smart device, or you can listen online at thebarpodcast.com slash JT. All right, we're back, and I did not plan that y'all. I know we've been talking about just thinking the whole time, and that ended up being the same commercial running. I did not plan that, um, but it just ended up going that way. But Samuel, listen, bro, I really appreciate you being on the show. This has been fun. It's actually been refreshing, man. Uh, I know you haven't heard that before. <laughs> but uh but no really really just the opportunity to kind of because because a lot of people you know they they know me behind the scenes of jt but don't necessarily get to hear what i have or what i think about uh, a lot of issues because on the bar i kind of keep it uh interview style so it's really cool to really kind of dialogue on that a little bit and i really enjoy that man so on the second half of the show you're very familiar we do the bar signature questions and the first signature bar question is what kind of music do you listen to (laughs)
0: <laughs> sorry <I'm, laughs> you weren't ready I'm uh, okay so i i'm a bizarre man i i i fully admit it i listen to some strange stuff so i love the backstreet boys right? nice you heard that right i heard it nice I, yeah so no so i i love i it's, it's, i don't know it's a strange thing i think when i first moved from canada uh, to from Ghana to canada they were like my they were everywhere. This is a uh, 97 or 98 when I moved uh, to Canada and they were the biggest thing then. So I think I just became a big fan, but anyway, of the Backstreet Boys, I love hymns and I, and I, and I love hip hop. I, I was more so into it uh, when I wasn't a Christian. Um, I was into gangster hip hop. Um, you know, the, the I love game. I love West coast hip hop. Oh, okay.
1: Um, nice. You know,
0: yeah. Yeah. The NWA Snoop Dogg, um, you know, a lot of those guys. So, but, I since then, you know, I've s you know, I have I, I couldn't, you know, enjoy that anymore just because it would oh, take yeah. me to you know to some of my old sins. But um I enjoyed Christian hip hop for a time but then um it, it essentially just it just died. So now I focus primarily on hymns, pastry boys, and then <laughs> folk music. Um I love I love folk music. Um, oh my gosh, I, I you let Tim well. persuade
1: you to folk music. <laughs>
0: The funny thing is he didn't persuade me I think we just learned that we love the same music oh wow um in that, in, that, in that fashion but I think I might even be more attached to folk music than he is
1: gotcha um
0: but yeah I like blues as well so um so yeah I'm'm I'm, 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 I'm very eclectic with my music I love anything that sounds good to me I mean like some country songs
1: nice okay I mean country's fine I don't know why everybody say anything but country I'm I'm cool with country what I can't do is folk yeah. I hadn't I hadn't found that hadn't found that 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 okay. vein yet that folk folk music okay. yeah so okay, but
0: you haven't heard the right ones though That's okay
1: all right I'll, hey fair enough i i definitely I, i'll roll with that we we i definitely roll with that you look. Like, you have to dm me some some youtube clips or something give me get me on the right folk you know music and I, i'll take it back i think i will all right sounds good i'll send good. you a, a guy
0: from australia who is brilliant and i think you'll like him okay
1: all right game on all right next signature bar question is what book or books are you currently reading
0: mm. wow um okay, I'm reading a few so i'm rereading critical race theory um it's a it's um it's published it's like uh several essays from critical race theorists into one uh including um like books by um sorry, uh, essays by, uh, I'm forgetting his, her name, um, K- Kimberly Crenshaw mm-hmm. and a few other um, uh, uh, critical race authors that I'm forgetting right now. I'm actually also rereading Thomas Sowell's book, and today's actually his birthday, well, on the day of the recording. Uh, nice. Which is a uh, 30th uh, Thomas Sowell's book. I'm rereading um, Black um, Rednecks and White Liberals. Yeah. Um, I'm also reading a book um, by... I'm forgetting his name now. I'm really bad with uh, names sometimes. I'm reading a book on the slave trade uh, by a British uh, author. It's a very comprehensive book. Uh, I've been I've been reading the entire thing. It's it's like 3,000 pages. Uh, I'm reading just certain parts. um, Just trying to understand. Yeah, I'm just so as you can see right now, it's for a project that I'm working on, which is why I'm reading um, books all around that. Although I blog about those things all the time myself, but these books are in particular. For that reason, and then of course in scripture, I'm reading the book of John again, and I'm reading the book of Isaiah,
1: Isaiah. Nice, nice, good deal. All right, last signature bar question is: What podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any?
0: Oh wow, oh that's uh, okay. So, um I'll so I, I I actually I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I listen to the Just Thinking podcast. And I'm, I I promise I'm not just saying it to just plug yours. I, I do into yours as well.
1: <laughs> well, thank you sir. No. That that's actually the right answer. That's that's the only answer that that counts for this question. Yes. But go ahead.
0: Um and I also love relatable
1: uh, by Alibeth Stuckey. Yes. Uh who interviewed uh you know uh, Virgil and Daryl uh, recently. Um, great, Have you been on her podcast. show?
0: No, I haven't been on her show. I'm going to see if I can change that so for you. If she's listen- if she- <laughs> I was about to say that if she's listening in, hint, hint. Um, but um, I love Ben Shapiro's podcast. Uh, I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to um, um, A D- Divide in Line by James mm-hmm. White as well. And then sermons, um, I've been... Uh, we, we're going back to listen to more of Paul Washer's sermons. Nice. Um, Paul Washer has had an invaluable influence on me over the, the, the years. Uh, you know, i will be I'd be an even worse sinner uh, than I already am if it wasn't for his uh, his sermons. And right, I've been listening to a lot of Audie Bokum um, sermons too uh, lately.
1: Nice. So you oh, know, and John go Hunter ahead. As well. John oh Hunter yeah, yeah.
0: Has been. Yeah, he's been killing it for 50 years but over the last while he's been he's been on a a different level (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. he has a new passion you can tell it you can tell it yeah for sure so it's funny you know when you say listen to uh Paul Washer sermons I almost could see a Babylon B article is like you know glutton for punishment play Paul Washer (laughs) (laughs) sermons like he want to get you want to intentionally step on your own toes play Paul Washer sermons.
0: You know, one of the things I often I often say about listening to Paul Washer is that one of my greatest achievements I've ever in, in my life is that I once listened to a Paul Washer sermon, and I didn't doubt my salvation. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, you know, that's tough. I, yeah,
2: yeah, just once, just right. one time. Right. Yep, yeah, I can enjoy
1: this, and I'm still a Christian. Gotcha. I know I I got I'm a Nice, nice. Look, well, well. Today's the thirtieth, so if if you ever do doubt your salvation, please tune into tomorrow's episode of the Just Thinking Podcast. Yeah. They're going to be talking about the assurance <laughs> of salvation. I'm actually going to have to drop this show early, man. This has just been too fun, too relevant. It might even drop Friday, uh, Sammy. I don't even know. But anyway, when you're listening uh, to this show, make sure if you, you you question your salvation, go to the Just Thinking podcast, just thinking dot me and look for assurance of salvation. And uh those guys just did two hours of a theological seminary course. Uh I listened as they recorded it. It was amazing. Um and it's gonna bless you. So
0: See, see, you're too good at this. That, that, I knew, I knew the episode was coming, but man, that was so pretty impressive how quickly you, uh, <laughs> you did that. That was good, and I can't wait for that, uh, for that um, episode. I, I've been waiting for it for uh, since the last week when they mentioned it. I think so. Uh, looking forward
1: to it. Awesome, brother. Well, listen, man, we we gotta stay connected. Uh, I definitely appreciate you coming on the show. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to kind of close us out. Any words of encouragement? Uh, any things you want to say to my listeners as we get ready to get out of here?
0: Yeah, um, honestly, it's been, you know, I I know we mentioned this earlier, but uh, guys like myself, Dwayne, and uh, Just Thinking Podcast, uh, Virgil and Daryl, and many other people, just, uh, you know, uh, pray for us. um, If you're able to, please pray that we would uh, be steadfast, that we would be uh, godly, we would be truthful, and that uh, we would, um, you know, just stay faithful to the Scriptures, you know, because, you know... (laughs) I, as as you know for you, I've also received a lot of great support and you know for that reason it means that uh, people uh, care for our words and uh, we just mm-hmm. want to be faithful and we deliver, we deliver everything And we will stay faithful to to Christ and not to a brand or anything like that right um, and then um uh yeah, just this again, stay stay true to God's word, you know uh preach the truth, preach the gospel in season or out of season. Um, uh, you're, you know, being faithful to God's word, um, will create, unfortunately, some enemies outside of the church and sometimes even inside the church. Uh, when you read the New Testament, Paul's um, greatest pain seemed to be coming from attacks he was receiving from inside the church. So, um, just, just be faithful to God's word and uh, you're going to be
1: all right. Amen, brother. Listen, thank you again for coming on the show. Definitely been fun. Uh, been a blessing. And uh we, we have to get you back on, make you a repeat offender, and uh come back on the show. Um and, and, and I want to thank you again to the bar listeners. Appreciate you guys tuning in to the Bar Podcast, your favorite podcast coming out every Tuesday. Make sure you check out everything on the Bar Podcast Network. That means go to the Barpodcast.com, hit that tab to say Bar Network, and check out all the amazing podcasts that are connected to the Bar Network. Make sure you subscribe to all of them. You can you use all of them. And make sure you go to thebargill.com. We got some bargill. We got t
2: shirts, hoodies, sweaters, socks, you name it. We got it. Make sure
1: you, got it. you go to so on Facebook, or the or uh, the bar podcast uh, the network, Facebook. I can't remember for a second. Also, follow us on Twitter, the bar. Next time you guys, God bless. And we are. What's up bar listeners is finally here the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right you can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as two dollars a week or five dollars a month fifty dollars for the year to get exclusive content what is the exclusive content i'm glad you asked The exclusive content is additional information from my guests extra time with them and like the green moon setting laid back them asking me questions i ask them questions and also the facebook group you get a invitation to the facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many, many more. Make sure you sign up. The link's in the show notes. Join the VIP Inside the Bar Group, and we'll see you there.